everyone. I'm Easton. And I'm Jules. And we're back with another episode of Loco for Locals. In our studio today, we have Kat Johnson and Olivia Overton, who together make up the musical duo known as Silo Red. How are you guys doing today? Doing so awesome. Doing great. Thanks for being here with us today. Before we dive in, do you just want to introduce yourselves real quick to say where you're from? Yeah, I'm Kat. Um, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio originally, and then I moved to Salt Lake for college. I went to Westminster and go Griffins. <laughs> um, I'm Olivia. I was born and raised here in Utah. I grew up in Park City and then I moved down to Salt Lake in high school. How'd you two meet each other? So, um, it's kind of a funny story. We met because uh, I saw Olivia on TikTok, and uh, I followed her Instagram because I saw she was also in Salt Lake, and I had a low-key crush on her. So, uh, I saw that on her story she posted about needing a roommate, and I just kind of slid into her DMs, and I was like, "Um, I know we don't know each other, but do you want to move in together? And then we did. And um, I put up my studio, and Olivia saw noticed and asked if we can make music together sometime. And then Silo Red kind of became what it is now. Yeah. It all started from a, a freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. How's it being like roommates and bandmates? It's awesome. I think that it gives us so much room to be creative and so much more time that I feel like a lot of other artists don't have. Yeah, like, we don't have to be as intentional. We still try to, like, have scheduled time, but it's also one of those things where if we're just both not doing anything, we can just walk literally, like, 20 feet down the hall and get in the studio. So yeah, We're super... also best friends, so we <laughs> spend a lot of time together. So. Yeah, seriously. What do you guys spend a lot of time doing, like, besides making music, just, like, in your free time? We like to watch really brain-empty shows on Netflix and forget <laughs> about everything in the what whole world. What are you world. watching right now? What's the... Uh, we are watching Easy Bake Challenge <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, yeah, the most ridiculous, mind-numbing yeah. shows. Easy Bake is what we're on right yeah. now. Love is Blind is also a good <laughs> Um, so how long have you two been making music for? I know you were saying you were in a band before um, this, so yeah. how did you guys kind of get started with music? Yeah, so this would kind of be a good place to talk about seasonal regression. So I, um, I started with seasonal regression in 2019, and then COVID kind of derailed a lot of it um, because we had folks across the country, and um, I had to come up with something to continue making music because at that point that was what I did. So I came up with um, a solo project which at first was called Tizzy and then I changed it to Silo Red um, eventually. And it was just a solo project for a while from like 20, 2021 to 2022 earlier this year. Um, and I was just really frustrated with it. I didn't know why I didn't like any of the stuff I made, but I was just super unsatisfied. Um, and then I was I was gonna keep trying anyways until I found like whatever missing piece it was. Um, and then once me and Olivia moved in together and started making music every now and then for fun, I was just like, I think you're the missing piece of this project. And I think you should be a part of Silo Red. So that was kind of the beginning of everything. Yeah. So it's been like, what, six months now since we started doing it together? Yeah. Yeah, about. Yeah. 
Cool. Did you guys um, did you guys both uh, you know start singing or um, like at a, a young age or did you play instruments or kind of what um, started like your love? For yeah, um, I have always had a major love for music since I was a toddler. I've always been going around singing everything. Um, I went to singing lessons when I was like 12 or 13. I did that for a few years. It's always been like the constant passion that I've had. I get really bored of things, but I've never gotten bored of singing, but I've never had, I never had the opportunity to put that out there and like really put myself out there and create that music. And so I feel like Kat really created that opportunity for me and I'm super grateful for it. Yeah, totally. I um, I originally started out, I was just a writer. Uh, I went to the school, it's a, a performing arts high school for creative writing, um, and that was all I wanted to do. And then my friends in my old band convinced me to start singing, and I denied it, denied it, denied it, until eventually the pressure got too big and I succumbed to peer pressure and started singing with them. Um, and then I started um, practicing a, a myriad of instruments. My main instrument is the piano. Um, and then I started making stuff on my own s slowly. And now we're here. And I don't know how it happened, but. <laughs> um, was there, uh, you know, any huge influences growing up? Was there someone that you, you know, looked up to in the music world and you were like, yes, you know, like, I want to be like them. And that's kind of. Um, Hannah yeah. Montana. <laughs> yeah, and then I think that when I, I mean, when Billie Eilish came out into the scene, she's so close to my age, too. Like, she's even, she's a little bit younger than me, actually. And she's just, like, she's a huge inspiration to me. I love her style. I love the person that she is. I love how she interacts with her fan base and just the whole demographic. Um, I think she's awesome. Totally. Um, yeah, and Billy is one of our musical influences. I think for me, my I've always had a love for music, but the person that really inspired my passion for my creation uh, is Bon Iver or Justin Vernon. Um, he was kind of the first music that I ever resonated with to the point where I felt seen and heard in a way that I had never felt that way before. So um, Bon Iver continues to be a super large influence for us. Billy, uh, I would say Hippocampus, Phoebe Bridgers, a lot of like all indie artists um, have a lot of influence on the things we make. I love all those guys. How would you like describe Silo Red's sound? Like, do you see a lot of those artists that their sounds like, in your own music? Um, yeah, so um, instrumentally, I think Bon Iver makes a big statement in our music with the aggressive and distorted drum sounds, um, a lot of interesting rhythms and patterns, even lyrically, um, especially in Taxi, which is on our EP timelines. It has this sense of like poetic mnemonics as opposed to like you know, traditional storytelling like you'd see with Taylor Swift. I I try and paint a picture more musically and poetically than giving that straightforward story. Uh, and that shows up in a lot of our music as well. So yeah, Bon Iver. And then Phoebe, just kind of like the solemnness, mm -hmm. the sad girl. Sad girl music. <laughs> sad girl music. It's all about hating men and being depressed. So. Definitely. <laughs> 
Would you like categorize your music in like just one genre? You kind of like cross over between a lot of stuff. I it's I feel like our genre is really hard to pinpoint. We um, we get a lot of feedback that we make dream pop music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is it's super interesting. How I've always kind of described it is um, like very like indie dream pop with very but ba- very bass heavy, very drum heavy, kind of distorted. But with like pretty girls singing over it, <laughs> like trap, like trap, like slow trap beats, but with like indie music, <laughs> indie lyrics. And yeah, like Doja Cat kind yeah, of feeling. Yeah, yeah, totally. Where's like the name from? Like I just have to ask, like Silo Red. Like how did you guys come up with that? Yeah. So um, I I originally named the project Tizzy when it was a solo project, and then I found out there's so many of those. So I was like, I need something super original. Um, and so I used a random name generator. And <laughs> <No laughs> <way>. it <laughs> <laughs> just kind of stuck. Yeah. I like the sound of it. I was going to say, like, you're like a redhead. I was like, I don't know if it like, came she from used that. To, she used to be I a redhead. When we first started oh, making music, we yeah. literally are like twins. Like, yeah. My dad told me, I sent him one of our covers that we did, and he was like, I can't tell who is who, actually. <laughs> but she used to have the same exact color hair as I did yeah. like a month ago. Then someone hurt my feelings. Then someone hurt her feelings. And she, <laughs> she, she dyed it really dark, which is great. It looks awesome on her. Now I need to copy her. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to ask when it comes to songwriting and making music, like what does that process look like? Do you just go into the studio and just kind of play around till you find something that sounds good or just kind of wanted to hear what that looks like for you? Yeah, I mean, Kat does majority of our producing. I just kind of throw ideas in there. She knows all the logistics about it, but we usually start with um, either like a beat or a bass line or piano or something like that. We find something that we like, that we like to that we like to hear, and then we kind of figure out a melody and we figure out a vibe that we kinda of wanna go for and we just brainstorm together. Yep. And it's it's very fun. It's very like chill and it's just in our apartment. So we don't have like a time limit or like a rented studio space that we have to hurry and do or write it before we can all we can just do it right there. Sure. Yeah. And more often than not too, uh, we'll start with some sort of melody that I had heard before. But I'll, even if I like copy a chord progression, like verbatim, by the time that we're done with the track, it's totally unrecognizable it's because different. we add enough instrumentation to pretty much make my computer blue screen. So <laughs> <laughs> it all gets of our projects take like twenty minutes to <laughs> some thick boys nice. um so what have you found that works well especially like in a two-person group what are some benefits or challenges um, opposed to working alone or having a larger band yeah so i have had to learn a lot um working with olivia I, when i was in in seasonal it was all boys in me which i found very frustrating a lot of times felt ignored um, so that was a big part of why Silo Red came to be too, because I was like, if you're not going to listen to me, I'll listen to myself. Um, but then once I invited Olivia into the project, it became like a collaboration, which I think was kind of hard for me at first to like let go of having to, um, yeah, not being able to do anything that I wanted um, for any reason that I wanted and having to like bounce the ideas off of someone else. But then it also ended up, on the same side of the, or I guess on the other side of that coin, um, being the best thing that happened to Silo Red because I couldn't have done it alone, and even though I was trying to. So um, 
and also we just are like from living together we understand each other and our communication skills so uh we're pretty good about like diffusing anything and talking um so we haven't really had any like yeah issues. anything that has ever come up was resolved very very quickly just with some communication like we've like and there has been very it's nothing been huge yeah. ever but no, i feel like we have a really good like communication with each other and we we know each other's patterns and things that just that are in our personality so we know how to handle each other in that way and we know when to step away we know when to talk about it we know when to just be like yo this is what i want this is what you want how can we make it what we want totally seems like you guys have a nice like dynamic going on like that works well for you so that's awesome we're like we're we're best friends (laughs) we're so sisters (laughs) so you mentioned you have an ep release timelines (laughs) recently can you just like tell us more about that like the inspiration behind it like how it was like getting that like from like songwriting to like being like on all platforms yeah, that's okay if I can yeah, go. I, this is so exciting to me because it's so dorky, like, the whole thing. No, it's so I fun. I wanted our first project together to be a concept piece um, because I had been studying that in college um, quite a bit, and, like, lots of my favorite albums of all time are concept pieces, which if, if you don't know what a concept piece is, um, it's a the way that album comes together each piece of the album or ep in this case is like a chapter of an overarching story or theme um so timelines the ep it has five songs on it um and each song from the beginning to the end talks about a stage um in a relationship that ends up absolving at the end with Mansion, the last song on the EP. So Twilight, the first one, it's about the crush phase. It's cute, it's vintage, it's um, sexy. And then the second song, Taxi, is about um, kind of noticing some abnormalities in your relationship, thinking about how, well, maybe this isn't like normal that you treat me that way. Um, then I'm going to lose, or I'm going to lose my shit, as most people call it, um, is about you know, that building up to that climax. Like, this is insane. Um, then that super smoothly moves into all of my love, which is this desperation for, like, why did this happen? And, like, just scrambling for answers and anger. Um, and then it resolves with this, like, resolution and mansion where it's like, I thought this is what I wanted, but... Um, that it couldn't have been farther from what it sh- what I wanted it to be. So, um, anyways, we had that idea for timelines before we started creating the thing. Um, and each song or idea that we had would just end up falling into one of those one of those um, kind of chapters we were wanting to to build into this entire piece so it ended up working out really well yeah we made it pretty fast it took about like it took like three or four months maybe less maybe less two three yeah no yeah we released it august 26 yeah and probably started at the beginning of Uh july and uh, timelines kind of like the idea whole thing came about just by us the first time we ever got in the studio together we went in to go make a beat to make like a really funny freestyle that was just like goofing off, you know? And then we created something that was really cool. We actually never ended up releasing that song. <laughs> Fuck you, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks so yeah. bad. But 
but it was. I need to hear it now. No, I know. Maybe it's kind of maybe maybe I don't know if we even have all the parts to anymore because we try to re-record a bunch of things. We're just like we can't sing this. Like literally, it just sounds so bad. Horrible. But it was we ended up calling that song Timelines. And then when we realized we wanted to make it into an EP, that was like the starter. But it's super funny because the song that started everything is nowhere. Like <laughs> nobody's heard that except for us, you know. Probably, so. <laughs> it'll probably stay like that too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. But it was a really fun song. It was our first song we ever made together, you know. So it's it wasn't perfect by any means, but it was we were really so fun. excited and loved it so much at the time that we actually also created an idea for a music video. Yeah, we still have the whole template yeah. in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys made any music videos before? Or yeah, yeah. On our Instagram, we have, well, they're not full music videos, but they're kind of like snippets. Like we used to, yeah, we used to like market for our EP before. So we would do it like every couple of days. We would film a video that goes along with the song and we posted them on Instagram. So if anybody wants to check us out, Silo Reddit Music on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> And then Kat, did you like most like the songwriting for that EP for the most part? Um, I did most of the music and instrumentation, mm -hmm. which is personally instrumentation and production is interestingly enough, I started as a lyricist and now producing and creating instrumentation is my favorite part of the process. And then me and Olivia collaborated on the lyricism and vocals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we collaborate a lot. I feel like we like run our ideas past each other a lot and I mean, you did do a lot of the songwriting for the first IP. I feel like my confidence and like my talent and writing skills has definitely improved a lot, especially knowing you and learning a lot from you. Um, because up until I met Kat, I loved music, I loved singing, but I wasn't one to put myself out there with that. Like it was a passion of mine, but she pushed me to record and put myself out there. And I'm so glad that she did because this is, the best time I've ever I've ever had. <laughs> we have um, a sign in our studio that says Sarah Red Unlimited Takes Forever because Olivia would get so frustrated after doing take after take. And I was like, you know there's no limit on this, right? Like you can take you can take as many takes as you want. Mm -hmm. Um so we kind of made it into our little motto. Yeah. Even if you forget to push your cord. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. what have you guys that kinda is a nice segue into this next question, what have been the biggest challenges? In your musical um, journey so far? Um, I think that my biggest challenge was probably our first show. I had zero stage presence <laughs> at all, but that's just like me personally, but I also feel like just gaining like that comp, I have a lot of stage fright and just like anxiety around singing in front of people. And so even just starting to sing with you in front of you, like with the headphones on, the mic and everything, it was so scary for me at first. And I felt not very confident. So I wasn't using the voice that I know that I have, but I've definitely overcome that for sure. <laughs> but. Yeah. And for me, kind of tagging with Olivia, for sure, performing, which is interesting because I feel like that's a lot of musicians' favorite part because they get to interact with their fans and play music live. But um, performing gives me the worst anxiety, like, known to man. So, I mean, like, you know, after the first song or two, it gets a lot better. But um, for literally days, I feel like I'm going to throw up before we perform. So... <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it's like always worth it in the end. Yeah. Where have you guys performed recently? Um, we performed at the DLC at Quarters recent. I mean, it was in September, so it was somewhat recently. And then we have another show coming up at the International on January 17th. So we're super stoked about that one. Yeah. Um, and we're actually headlining that one when we we were openers at the at the quarters one. So that's exciting as well. Totally. I guess kind of merging this question and the last question together. So one of our challenges actually is that me and Olivia are a duo um, and there's lots of instrumentation in all of our music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it's totally easy to create on Logic or um, a DAW creating a, a band, but having performers for all of your 68 instruments <laughs> is um, not as easy. So yeah. we've had a little bit of problems like finding consistent folks mm-hmm. to play with us, but I think we have a really good. Yeah, so. we have a really good um, band right now. That is a big struggle that I didn't even think about when we asked that question was, yeah. is that we are a duo. So with live performances, we need a band because performing with backing tracks, as easy as it sounds, is way harder it's than you would so think. It's so hard. You can't it's, mess up. You can't mess up. There's no fixing the timing. There's, you know what I mean? So it's been, it's been a challenge for sure to find like, like good people that we work well with to help us with that. Um, but we've, we've got a really good group going on right now. So we're really excited to be working with them. Do you guys have um, a favorite show that you have done before where there's like one that sticks out in your head that was like, yeah, that was awesome? Well, Quarters is actually the only show that we played. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best it's in the world. One for one. So, yeah, yeah, we're going one, one for one. one. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was it was really fun. It was really exciting. I had so much anxiety and I didn't move and I stood like this and stared at the ground the entire time. But, <laughs> but it was really fun. It was a crazy experience. It was very surreal. It was something that I wanted to do my whole life so I'm excited to continue doing that and get out of my shell (laughs) totally it sounds like you guys like hype each other up a ton like if you could say one like like the biggest strength about each other what would you say uh (laughs) Olivia Olivia knows what she wants and is not afraid to say it um where I am not that at all um and Olivia has challenged me to um get a, a backbone if you will stand up stand up (laughs) um i think that cat on the other end of the spectrum has taught me to be a little bit more soft and like know that not everybody is out to get me (laughs) and that it's okay to not like be on 10 and be in defense mode all the time that some people are nice people and it's okay to be a nice person we balance out each other super well Awesome. Yeah, it's like a yin yang situation. Definitely. Totally. I'm a Definitely. Gemini. I know. I'm a Cancer, and she's a Gemini. You would think it would be the opposite, <laughs> yeah. but it's not. That's so funny. That's so Wait, that are works. you a May or a June Gemini? June. June, me too. <laughs> What's that? Third. Nine for Nine. me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, th- now it's time for the most important question. Ooh. Spotify or Apple Music? Spotify. Spotify. Okay, so how is, how is your Spotify wrapped? You can take out your phones. I'm just like curious. <laughs> My like, Spotify wrapped is actually, I feel like it's a lot different than people would think it is. Yeah. Um, my Spotify wrapped has Silo Red at the top from rehearsing so much. <laughs> 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 but let me uh, see. Do you guys, like, see, like, all your listeners, too, like, as an artist on there? Like, was that surprising to you? Oh, yeah. like like the streams and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, no, it was super. Do you want like our personal Spotify wrapped or our our I artist think we want Spotify? A little bit of both. A little yeah. bit of both. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah, so our Spotify wrapped was, it was awesome. I feel like, um, you just look at the stats. How do we do it? Yeah. I don't know, you do it. Okay. I don't know anything about technology, <laughs> but. How does it just go to the, just go to our Instagram post? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, my Spotify rap, personally, my my top artist was SZA, of course. Nice. SZA. <laughs> just You're just talking about a new we album. Were just yeah, like, as no, I, I fell down the SZA rabbit hole for no, the first time I, the other yeah. day. Uh-huh. I spent it's all day, deep. I spent all day yesterday. So, actually, I actually broke up with my boyfriend yesterday. Um, perfect so, timing. Perfect, literally yeah. perfect timing. I texted her the night before. I hope he doesn't listen to this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I, I texted her that night at like midnight I was like so this album just came out I guess it's perfect timing and it's a full moon so like whatever um Gemini full moon too yeah I know seriously. no I broke yeah. up with my yeah she also too. we yeah. both <laughs> broke up with our boyfriends in the past weeks we're struggling um but yeah do you want to go over our Spotify route yeah um yeah so well we have six released songs our EP and then we have a single window pane and we had um, 1.4 thousand streams on that with 170 listeners in seven different countries. Ooh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, which for starting this project, I had one release song previous to me and Olivia um, combining for Silo Red, and uh, I hate it, actually. So I wish <laughs> I could delete it. I probably can. I haven't really investigated it. But um, Going from like that, having one song that I didn't even like that much, to having 2,000, oh, we round up to 2,000. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> Between I mean, at this point, I think it's about there. Yeah. We've act- oh, God, sorry. Um, we've actually gotten a ton of streams in the past like couple weeks, which has been awesome. Like, Window Pane has gotten a lot more. Yeah. And they're probably all from us because we <laughs> have a show that we're rehearsing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, it's awesome. We've had a ton of, really great people support us and like just through and through like mm-hmm. we have some great great supporters yeah um my old partner called them silo red stands so i thought it was silo red simps no silo red simps that's <laughs> yeah. it that's it silo red simps yes um yeah we have like so many just and it's only been six months which is mm-hmm. the not even like like, we're not even done with the beginning of our career, you know? It's still in the beginning. And so having that much support already is just insane. Yeah, it feels awesome. it feels so awesome. It's just, like, affirming that it's like, okay, we can do this. Like, mm-hmm. we like we, we have it in us, and we got this, yeah. you know? So. Totally. Yeah, my personal top artist on Spotify Raps has been Bony Bear for, like, six years. <laughs> 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 I'm in the, and then um, this is is this this is cringy I think it's now but Twenty One Pilots is bye. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. I can't help <laughs> it. Uh, and then I think it's the neighborhood in Frank Ocean. Yeah. Um, my top artist. This is really funny coming from like a like an indie dream pop artist. Um, but my <laughs> top artist. Voice. No, it's actually not. I don't like Suicide Boys that much. I'm not really into being screamed at. Um, <laughs> but I totally love them. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> um, my top artist was SZA, uh, Megan The Stallion, Ruby Rose, Summer Walker, and Lakia. Yeah. So just R&B. very R and B like 
rap, like women rap, just like. I hate love, you. Like, the juxtaposition of like that with like Boney Bear. Like, I know. Like, it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's weird, but I I love indie music. I wouldn't say that I necessarily listen to a lot of indie music, but I love making it. I feel like super. It's fun. Yeah, it's super fun, and it's it feels right, you know. Mm-hmm. And then before you know, we finally wrap things up. Is there anything else that you guys would like to add to keep fans in the loop? I know you talked about a couple shows coming up. Is there any new music maybe coming out? It sounds like you just you know came out with the EP, so maybe there is something in the works. Okay, so uh, yeah, we're working on our first full length album right now. Yay! Uh, yay! <laughs> we're super super excited. Um, at our next show, we're actually going to be playing one of the songs from the LP that's unreleased. So yes. um, we're super excited about that. It's another concept. Um, yeah, it's um, very exciting. So yeah. you guys. Want a little sneak peek? Come to our show at, totally. the, at the International Bar on January seventeenth. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's it. I don't. Yeah. We shouldn't spoil anything no. about that. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's another concept album, but we're not telling you what the concept is yet. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. You just have to tune in and listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this episode of KU Radio's Local for Locals. Stay tuned for the next episode and keep listening local.